3: Welcome to episode 832 of Wrestling Radio Live. is What is going on? <laughs> I, so loud. Is it loud? Is it loud for you? That's okay. You know what? Just imagine it's your UFC walkout, Ben. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined today by not just J.D. Raider, not just Ben Funky Askram, but also the triumphant return of our man, Shane Sparks, and Dude. what a time to come back on. We have so much to get into. Uh, on the wrestling side. But candidly, I cannot wait to talk about Roadhouse. I watched it for the Cheers. first time ever. Let's talk about this. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. But I, I feel like we owe it to the people to start with some wrestling stuff.
0: Um, and first no of hey, if I could interrupt real quick. Well, why not? I think what we really need to start with is two things quick. Oh number God. one, the Atlanta Braves have caught the New York Mets in first place in the NL East, which is huge. And the second thing, in honor of who's number one this week, this is a who's number one shirt from probably the first or second one. Yes. So I'm jacked up for who's number one. too. I think it's the best high school events. And I can't wait uh, to watch that this weekend. So there it's, you go.
3: Well, heck yeah. Yep. Braves are doing good. Maybe a rematch of the world series from last year, but yeah. Could who's be. number one week. Cannot wait for that. Going to be tremendous. I wish Ben was going next year. Ben will be there. We're going to have some awers in the mix. Right, you
1: guys, yeah, we got one. You guys got Max.
3: Oh, that's right. Max is. Coming. Yeah, yeah. Okay, he's the nice one, so that'll be good. Okay, there we go. So, well, Shane, anything to get us caught up
0: on? We, I I can't remember the last time you were on here, guys. I'll keep it real simple. This summer has been challenging in a few different ways, and uh, I've never wrestled Division One in my life, but I I feel like. I mean Frank Molinero was phenomenal, four-time all-American, big Ten champ, national champ. But I kind of felt like Frank Molinero this summer. Just I was on the bottom of Kyle Dake and it was just uh, it was a little little challenging, but uh, hopefully we'll get a restart out of bounds and make an adjustment. We'll see. Okay, but well, it's been all right.
3: <laughs> okay. Well we're glad to have you on. We're going to talk some tears. And then it's it's a roadhouse bonanza. We've been teasing this for a while, and literally dozens of you have, have been uh, asking for this. Uh, so we're going to – who are we to fire listeners? But first, tears. We talk about – Tears it?
0: for fears.
3: Yes. JD makes these, and then we say great job or terrible job or medium job. Um, and we're going to do 165. We've saved it for the end, and it is uh, probably the weight of weights for this year. Um, I think every year we should declare a weight of weights in the preseason. Um, It should be a thing. And 165, I think, would be it. You have two, no, three national champions, NCAA finalists in it. Um, So let's take a look at the tiers that JD came up with. Starting at the top of Tier 1, we've got Keegan O'Toole, David Carr, and Shane Griffith. These are all three NCAA champions. I think that's fair. That's fair.
0: I can't I mean, argue that.
1: Yeah, I think there's a chance this year that Keegan moves into a tier of his own, but I could be biased as well. Um, <laughs> and so for now, I, I think this is fair.
3: So Carr losing to to Willits doesn't give you any any pause. Um,
1: no, because remember what the thing with tiers is: can can they beat these other people? um and so i mean can david carr could beat shane griffith i think the answer is yes i mean i would say no to keegan but that's because i'm biased i think other people would likely say yes um but then the, i guess so then the only other thing there is like could hamidi beat david carr could peyton hall beat david Carr? i think a lot of people would answer yes to that also so you know i think david carr is good with keegan and shane but then it makes me feel like other people like I could, would you say Peyton Hawke beat Keegan? I think most people would answer no to that. I would. You know what I'm saying?
3: Yes, yes, sir. Um, well, one thing you know, Griffith, Griffith's year, I think, sort of makes him a tweener. Now he got it done, and he's he is that. Uh, he's one of those gamers in yeah. CAs for sure. But last year, yeah. lost to Julian Ramirez, Evan Wick. Oh my three gosh, times. I forgot he lost to Julian Ramirez. He lost to Evan three times, and then had the crazy NCAA – Semi, where, yeah, I mean, we don't yeah. have to get into that, but it seemed like Evan just kind of lost his head for a second there. But he beat Evan, and Evan's not in the fact, it's factored in anymore. And you got Dean Hamidi, he beat him 10-4, to 4, which is a, another one of his signature wins. So maybe that alone and the fact that he's an NCAA champion uh, merits him to be there. But, I, you know, when you're talking about an undefeated guy versus two two guys that had losses and not just losses to, like, you know the best of the best, but you know you have a Ramirez loss, yeah. you have a Willits loss. No one ever was putting these guys in national title contending talks yeah. last year. Um, so I I think there is a if someone made a, str- a case um, for for Keegan on his own, I don't think that's unmerited considering the year he had last year um, and the fact that he was undefeated and those guys took losses. Yeah, but I think so.
1: Hold on, we had this debate last year, and I don't think we had it yet this year. But the thing with tiers is not could they lose to someone below them, but it's mm-hmm. can they compete with the guys around them, right? Okay. Isn't that the argument?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so I yeah I feel I feel good about Griffith being in tier one, um, and I feel good about Carr being in tier one. Um, and I, I honestly, I think you could make a couple arguments with the lower guys, but I think the tier two is pretty good.
3: Yes, and. Um... People are saying you need to stay off of social media, Ben. Has something happened?
1: Not that, not that I know of. I think that guy's just a, a knucklehead.
3: Okay, well, I had a whole one yesterday, baby. Woo! That's pretty. That's <laughs> I pretty crashed
1: sick. these chains so hard, and then I couldn't see if it was in the basket till I uh, got up there. Oh, it was awesome! It Was a hard chain <laughs> crash. Yeah, you don't want to go like hits the chain really loud and they like explode. It wasn't like it just snuck in there. But then sometimes when it's going hard, it goes like, you know, it can it can hit and go out or, you know, that type of stuff.
3: Guy loves banging chains. Okay, so then <laughs> tier two, you got Quincy Monday, Cam Ameen, Carson Carson Um, Do they make you say Harchla, Shane?
2: It's, it's
0: – and I've talked to – I've gone right to him on this one. So when I looked at this tier, I remembered Harchlaw. That one I remember talking to him. The one I don't remember – as I talked to Dean's mother, I believe her name was Mary, and I can't remember if she told me it was Hamidi or Hamidi. I don't remember. I'll have to get back to her.
3: I always thought it was Hamidi, and I feel like Hamidi became like the thing people were saying towards the end of the year. So I think it might whatever, be. That. Whatever
0: I was saying was from mother from, from his mom. That that, that I know. Because I remember I was at the Drake Hotel in Chicago, and I text I I sent her like a like a Twitter message at like six in the morning. Like thinking, okay, she'll see it later on. And she literally I was on the phone with her literally like five minutes later. She was great. Uh, yeah. She was awesome. Cool. Yeah, Harchlaw with an H. But I think that was one where they could pronounce it a couple different ways, depending on maybe where they were from or something like that. But I talked to uh I met his dad at NCAs and I talked to Carson. I talked to him, I think at NCA. I, I talked to him before that and said, How do you say it? And then he's like, Oh, people say different ways. I'm like, How do you say it? And that's what I go by. The big one in Wisconsin was always uh, well, one of them was Derringer. People would call him Derringer, and it was Derringer. You, yeah. you know, and then you get people. Oh, it's, it's you know, it's like no. because I, I had a guy on social media once on how I was saying Harshlaw's name. I'm like, you know what? Take it up with him. Yell at him. Yeah,
1: you <laughs> can't listen to these social media fools. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Come on, do yourself a favor, Shane. Don't don't read this. Yeah, exactly. These are not the best and brightest people. Um, okay, so that's. <laughs> These, oh, oh, you roasted them, Christian. These are the is not our best. Uh tier two, Quincy Monday, Camamine, uh, Karchla, Hammity, and Hall. This is a super fun tier that I think could maybe be expanded, but I'm also really cool with it. Oh, really? It I don't is. think so. Who? i, Ramirez I mean, and that's it. Julian Kennedy yeah, maybe, maybe not.
1: Not Kennedy. And, uh, not Kennedy. No.
3: Way. I feel like there's another name that um, you know who, you know who that, uh, there might be beef between Kozak and Bratke. Kozak, Why is that? in his 165 preview, put Alex Facundo on the podium and not Peyton Hall.
1: Oh, yeah. we Well, that's shenanigans. We talked about that. He might have to. <laughs> we all strongly Bratke disagree. might
3: it. fight him. And I don't know what to do about it. There's two people I let care him, for. Let him too, beat
1: him up. Let nature take its course. You know what?
3: Maybe they, you know what I'll tell them? What, what, uh, Dalton would say, take it outside. But be, uh-huh. nice. Kozak, but be nice. Kozak's going to be nice until it's time to not be nice. Bracky, I'm not sure. Bracky might say it's always time to throw down. Um, so hopefully we, I, can, uh, I can heal that. Um, so one thing that JD did is put Wyatt Sheets in the 165 tiers, um, which we already yeah. talked about Travis Whitlake. So it's, this seems like some inside info from uh, James. No, I guess just looking at You just thought he was hungry? Yeah. So no, but you you took Whitlake out. Where would you put? All right, hypothetically, we put Travis I, Tier Three.
0: Is that where you mm, would put him?
1: Let's go on. Maybe Tier Two.
0: Yeah, maybe t- Tier Two. He I mean, he was, had he had, yeah, he had a really good year.
3: Let's look. Let's where is terms, where is
1: Whitlake? he at NCAA? Did he not make NCAs? I'm trying to find him. I'm on the bracket. Another one that I would consider for Tier Three. Uh, I guess because you said that, when I was looking at it. Uh Canigliaro had some decent results last year. Not great, but he was solid.
3: He lost, man, Travis at the end of his year. So he was hurt, right? And didn't wrestle at NCAAs. Yeah. He lost yeah. To his he lost his last five. He lost to Tanner Cook, Luke Weber, Zach Hartman, yeah, Bull, and Keegan. He was right there. I mean, Keegan only beat him by
1: yeah. one. Yeah, it was a I mean, it was a tight match. I, mean, I he thought he went into that team
0: Marinelli team. match with one loss or undefeated, right? I mean he was yeah.
3: No, he had two. Lo- he lost to Austin Yant.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um. So um. And Griffin. Yeah, I don't think he's in. What about Canigliaro?
3: In tier three, I like yeah. I like uh, I like Canigliaro. I think he's tough. Um, I mean, if Yant's in there, Bubba Wilson, Formato.
1: Yeah, I think. Canigliaro's I, th- I go think in tier there.
3: three could be expanded. Honestly, this is going to be like a um. I feel like we're going to know basically the eight, the seven or eight, and then it's just the order. Right. I feel like this is one of those weights where there's not going to be a, a ton of guys from the outside. Yeah. I and mean, of course, it'll probably happen, but man, I, I have a hard time see, seeing some of these guys lose. I mean, you got insane. Hey, finalists.
1: listen to this, though, Christian. Uh, I'm putting Kenegliaro on tier three. He is only losses. He is solid. Only losses. Amin, Amin, Karchla, Hamidi, Hall, Marinelli. That's what? only losses.
3: Yeah. That's it. I- he got to go two or three. Is it? Do you have some something against the Ivy Leagues, JD? Something against Harvard?
2: Put like or Ogunsanya in there. Okay.
1: He beat Ogunsanya. He beat Hartman. Beat Oof. ravano a couple times. Beat Olegnick. Beat Wenzel. Beat Bubba Wilson. Yeah, he's got to go in there.
3: Sleeping on Philly beat, cheese. Yeah.
1: Beat Frumado. Is Frumado in tier three? Yes. Yep. He, uh, he beat. All, he he beat
2: like was half 174 group. He beat on Harvard's roster.
1: Uh oh. Oh, one, two, three, four. Maybe he he beat four of the guys in tier three. Let's.
3: Well, I can't
1: What does wrestlestat has wrestlestat has him bumping up to 174. All right. Okay. There we
3: go. You're off the hook for now, but for now, when we go back and do 174 again, he better be in there. All right, so that's 84 or 65, excuse me. Uh, no no, Alex Facundo in here at all. He is not tier. I, I, I would hate
1: if you guys put him tier three. He,
3: but yeah, he's fine with him tier three. Make a junior world team, 74 kilograms, and gets, uh, that gets you in a tier. And you also wrestle for Penn State. Sorry. Sorry. Guys, he did
1: go all in one at, at world, so.
3: It is kind of math.
0: Well, that's Okay. Okay. Ben, let me ask you this real quick. You, you, uh, I'm assuming stay in touch with Keegan quite a bit yet.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. How much
0: better at this stage of the game can he get? Like how much he's getting a lot better. Really? I mean, That's the good. other thing is that there was
1: some serious injuries at the end of the year last year that he was dealing with. And, you know, I, I, I mentioned that I didn't go into depth and I won't go into depth, but there was things he was dealing with. I don't, I don't feel like he was operating at, at near hundred percent. Um, yeah, but just want to watch him teach. There's there's very very few people. Yanni would be another one, but there's a not a lot of people where I listen to them talk about wrestling. And I think holy shit, they're smart. Most people I listen to them talk about wrestling. I'm thinking about oh my god, they don't know what they're talking about. They're so lost, like they're missing like seven things. I listen to Keegan talk about wrestling. I'm like dude, dude's this, this freaking smart. And then I got to go back and say hey, what about this? What about that? And ask him questions. And he always has good answers for all my questions. So uh, yeah, I'm just. Again, I could be biased, but um, no, I'm really impressed. I, I think he takes another step up this year.
0: Man. I mean, I remember last year, it was just – I don't remember if it was on this show or I think it was just just some friends of mine on a text string. I mean, he was – and I knew it wasn't going to play out this way. I knew it wasn't going to play out this way, but, I mean, I i think it was on this show. I mean, he was the – I mean, he would have been the Hodge runner the first half of the season, right?
1: Yeah. Yep. He had a really good first half. And that was I say he had some injury things that he was dealing with towards the end of the season. Uh and then he got injured in his he already had some injury things, and then he got injured in his second match at uh uh at the at the end of the Valencia match when he did a duck under he kind of hurt his ankle. So
0: I mean, yeah. I don't know if you guys do this, but the you know, the the uh the quote unquote hodge watch, never too early to talk about that. I mean, right now he'd be he's the front runner, right?
1: Spencer. Uh, well, Gable. We all think Gable's coming back, and then I've th-
0: I always Spencer's said Gable's back. coming back. Yeah, Spencer. But Spencer. It, when Gable comes back, it'll be Gable. But as of right now, it's got to be on. It's got. Is this be is my tool. microphone on? Spencer Lee, guys.
3: Not Keegan. O'Toole. I said Spencer Lee. Hmm. I said Spencer.
0: <laughs> that guy is so much more dominant than Keegan. It's yeah. Not even, I said Spencer. Yeah. Christian. Yeah. Spencer. Jeez. Spencer Lee's more dominant. Uh, no question. I mean, yeah, I can't argue that. I just uh if he wins I'll his fourth, have to look at, the
2: skipped uh not, the, Hodge look look
0: the would Hodge argue criteria evenly done. I mean, is Spencer Lee? I mean you want to talk about something crazy like what will he outscore his opponents this year? Hmm.
1: A
2: lot <laughs> to
3: a little.
0: Well, a lot to a little. I think
3: uh, how many matches do we think we see him? Do does he do we think we see I'll set the over under at seventeen and a half total matches? Over hmm. or under. I'm going That's 20.
2: I yeah, take the over. I would go over. I'll sit,
3: I'll sit over, but just by a uh, – Yeah. I'm right.
2: like, looking I don't at less than, than 30, 20, it's... less than 21. So five at
3: NCAAs, yeah. three at Big Ten. So there's eight. So then you're talking – If you set the over
1: under – if you set the over under 20, I'll take the under. Okay.
3: So you think somewhere between 18 and tw- and 19?
1: Uh I, I I think I think I mean I think there's a possibility Russell has got less if there's a small injury. Like I think there's a there would be a possibility he gets 12 or 14. Um and I think the chances he gets 25 to 30 is like almost zero. Almost none. So yeah, yeah I, th- I think it's more likely that he goes under 20 than over.
3: Yeah, like will he go to a tournament? You know, I wonder if they. Send I think to they'll
0: wrestle them that one maybe that one they have mm-hmm. in, in Iowa, or in Coraville that they're, they're host- not
1: going to Midlands this year.
0: No, they're hosting their own tournament. What's that, going?
1: Hold on, hold on. Can we? Can I get some clarification here? Yes, sir. Okay, Izzy, Izzy's. Gonna, Izzy picked up because the Midlands was. Uh, they were chickens last year. They didn't host the Midlands. It was really really disappointing. So Izzy, an Illinois Matman, pick up what is the midlands and say, Hey, we're going to do it because everyone wants to be done. Iowa at the same time says we're going to do our own thing. And then three days later, cancel. Right.
0: Are they all three going to do a tournament this year? All three. I just know about the oh. one in Iowa. Oh, I don't who's know doing about that open. I'm not sure if they're, if right. they're doing that again. I'm not sure.
1: What do you guys think? Have you anyone heard, oh, uh, Well, right no, now.
3: I think there's going to be two for sure. There's going to be midlands yeah. and there's going to be the soldier salute. I, I would be surprised if Izzy did another one. I think they were just kind of trying to fill in the gap there for a tournament that didn't that wasn't. I feel like happen. if you were
1: a coach, if I like if I was a coach, and he went and saved the day. I'd be like, dude, you saved the day. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come back and you know support you again for saving the day.
3: Yeah, but I mean, did they make money?
1: They did not. Okay. Well, when you what have when you only have four days it? to plan for something. No. Well, I I don't know that for sure. That's my guess. Yeah. Yeah, but when you have know. four days to plan for something sometimes it's hard to budget properly and again so that's, if i was a coach and i know this dude stuck his neck on the line for my team and for everyone else i would go support this dude i wouldn't support the dude that, that bailed on us uh,
0: 10 days before midlands yeah. hasn't had a tournament is it two years
3: yeah mm-hmm. yeah because they no one yeah. there were no tournaments the year before
2: yeah. Yep. Com- the conference. season didn't
1: start till after New
3: January. Year's, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So,
1: I'd
2: watch hypothetical for y'all, um, inspired by John Veal in the chat. Gable doesn't come back. Lord. Spencer gets hurt and/or doesn't wrestle. Yanni and Keegan both go undefeated. Obviously, Keegan is more dominant, but
3: they'll give it to Yanni.
2: Yanni wins. That would be dumb. Very closely. It's your it's your Dinger Zane predicament. Except four timer versus
1: no, three-timer. no. Zane was uber dominant, and and Deeringer was actually really dominant that year, just not quite as dominant. Mm-hmm. Um And this is where I feel it, it's not a career award, guys. It's and, and I know they get I, they get confused about their own award. I understand this. I
2: agree
1: with you. They don't realize what their criteria is. It is a award for the best wrestler that
0: season. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we've seen it before. And I, I love I love the award, but it's. uh I mean, it's, I, th- I think we could be looking at a try-hodge here,
3: folks. I think... Oh, for God's sake. Gable stop comes it. back. Uh, Yanni and Spencer. Uh, chop it up three ways. Don't. D- don't. Don't, stop, don't rule stop
1: it stop out. Stop encouraging this. No. Don't, don't even it put it out. Yeah, that I, out there. I, I, I'm they with, did,
0: I'm with you. On I on mean, I love this. The one thing I love about this stuff is it gives more reasons to, to celebrate accomplishments and put the spotlight on people. I, I like that aspect of it, but... With the Hodge Trophy, it's got to be it's got to be one. You, you got to have you got to yeah. have it go to one guy. Well, unless it's unless it is one hundred percent legit on the voting and it really is a tie, then it's a tie. But it can't be a. And I'm not saying it was because I don't know. But I. It, it I can't, don't think it was. It, no,
3: they they it said, can't it, be
1: was it. They said it was a
0: forced tie.
3: It Wasn't tied. They said they, it was a forced tie. They said basically yeah, I mean, virtual tie. <laughs> There's no such thing as a virtual. tie. Anyway, we've beat them up enough for for. For giving yeah. out two Hodge trophies, um, but threes kind of sounds nice, guys. I don't no. know. Just no. right now, I don't cut know. Cut his mic off, Tyler.
1: Tyler, <laughs> just cut Christian on the show. Just pan to JD, and let's be. Let's move on. Here.
3: <laughs> I'm just. Uh, I'm just trying to insert a little. I mean, they. They. Yeah. I don't know. Could be fun. Please don't. You give it to no, two. Why, why stop there? Why stop there? Oh God. Cut, cut the Austin studio off. Me and Shane will take this alone today. Ben is just mad because this is his prestigious group. This is his prestigious group, and it got uh, it got trampled when they gave out two. It, ben really wanted to release the documents then. Guys,
0: correct me if I'm wrong. Kyle Snyder never won the Hodge. Uh, you're correct. No.
1: He didn't deserve it. He never wrestled the whole season. I mean, and I, I think he was fine with that. Yeah. Uh, he knew what he was doing. Yeah. That's fine. So guys, I won the
3: Olympics. <laughs> <that>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Okay, uh, we're let's do one eighty-four. He only put okay. you only got like seven names in here. This is a very limited. It's a very exclusive what? group. We'll say. Oh my uh,
1: god! Come on. It's not.
3: It's not like the double deuce where anyone did he, anyone put, gets did he in. put Roadhouse
1: in tier the three? <laughs> no.
3: The double deuce. Um, so we've got Aaron Brooks on tier one island. Uh, he lost one match last year to to Miles Amin, and that was it, and he is now gone. Miles, that is. Parker Eisen and Trent Hidley on their own in Tier 2. <clears throat> and in Tier 3, Romero, M- Munoz, Coleman, and Jonathan Lowe. And then that's it. Those are the names. I think there's a separation. I, I don't hate it.
2: I, now, it's a the massive— name,
3: The name for me is John, Jonathan Lowe. I know, I understand that he is an all-American and he is good, but see his he he had some losses in there, and to, to guys we're we're not as familiar with. Thirty and, I, and eight last year.
2: Here's like your next tier of guys. You can tell me if anything. I think John Lowe should be bumped out. These guys should not move in. Ooh. Keegan Moore, Gavin Kane, Hunter Bolin, Abassad, Matt Feinsilver, no Tate Samuelson.
3: And I would add DJ
2: Washington maybe to
3: that list, and maybe like an ad DJ Kemp.
1: had a terrible end of the year.
3: Adam Kemp uh, and Anthony Montalvo were other names I had that I think are Montalvo is interesting. But all those but
2: guys are clearly not in the same tier as your Caleb Romero. A hundred percent agree. Your Marcus Coleman, yeah. and I think
3: I so I would be more in favor of bumping low down into a, like a that tier four group. at I don't know if you said a but I would say his name did. also. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that's the, the tier four, which is pretty talented. But I feel like the season that Trey, Marcus, and Caleb had yeah. versus Jonathan's maybe maybe a rung below, but although I understand that the podium is a thing. He did it.
1: Donnell lost his last six straight, so he's out. He's out. Yeah. But that doesn't mean uh, not
3: for tier four.
1: He's out. Wow. wow. Six in a row, man, that's tough.
3: I mean, Travis Whitleg lost his last five.
1: Well, he lost to Jack Jesson. Jack Jesson was three
3: and thirteen. Time was three and thirteen. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just antagonizing Ben. You're very easy. What about today. Matt
1: Finesilver? Matt Finesilver was pretty good at uh, I said he was 174 a tier last four year. Type guy. Yeah. Like he'd be a tier four. Hunter Bowen actually had a good year two years ago. Another really yeah. guy I mentioned as a tier yeah.
2: four man.
3: Yeah. So Pazdansky would be kind of tier 4, Broad would be tier 4. I
2: think Paz might red shirt.
3: Yeah, he has one okay. available.
2: That's what it sounds like is going to happen and Saldana will get the start.
3: People forget Fine Silver going to uh be at Michigan this year.
2: Mhm.
3: We didn't forget. Yes. But um yeah, he'll I can be I think put Fine Silver tier 4. And he was of course at 74 last year, lost to Mako and Heidley at NCAAs. Uh, but beat Chris Foka and Hayden Hastings. Uh, lost to Clay Lout, Hayden Heidley again. Makai, uh, yeah, not too many bad losses. Austin Brenner, that's kind of a that's kind of not a great loss. So yeah, fine silver. Yeah, that, that's a big tier four, full of pretty tough guys. Yeah, all of them would be highly qualified to be bouncers and dare I say coolers at the Double Deuce.
2: <laughs> Those are all guys who are fight for six or eight position on the team mm-hmm. type guys.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, yeah. Wh- what is interesting is is Hunter Bolin, who was who someone we talked about all last year, like never yeah. got it going.
1: Well, that was too. So that you know what's interesting is that was him and Latona, two Virginia Tech guys who had great years two years ago, and then last year kind of uh, was meh,
3: right.
0: Listen to the deal.
3: Listen to the deal on Spotify. It does next year, but yeah, yeah, we're all in agreement. Aaron Brooks, Tier One Island, well deserved. Any any red shirts coming in the mix? that could be make this wait a little That'd more interesting. Gotta be some right.
2: Gotta be somebody.
3: None that I can think of. No one's ranked.
2: Uh, Jackson Smith will be coming off red shirt. He's gonna be a 97. is Isn't he one ninety seven? Yeah, yeah, yeah he probably will He'll be, be ninety seven. Um. Kyle Haas, oh yeah, essentially uh, at Oklahoma State. Nathan I wasn't Haas, super
1: impressed with ha- either. Haas, there's two Haases. I uh, uh I haven't been super impressed with either one of them. All right.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know. Kyle pass. Haas was seven? He wrestled 184 so. last year, um, in red shirt. So I would assume he'll okay. do the same. But yeah, neither one of those guys is either a, even a tier four type guy.
3: Yes. Gotcha. So that's 184. Any other thoughts on on this weight?
1: No other thoughts.
3: Okay. No other thoughts at this time. (laughs) Okay. All right. Now it's time. We're doing it. (laughs) Let's go. Ben is the reason we are even having this discussion right now because he brought up Roadhouse on a show. And then I was like, I haven't seen this movie, but I am certain that Shane Sparks loves it because he loves the 80s more emphatically oh, yeah. than than anyone. This movie did not come out in your favorite year 1984. It came out in 1989, but it is still super 80s. Very very 80s movie. So 80s. Definitely one of the worst movies I've seen yet one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. <laughs> I laugh more in this movie than I did uh in uh probably the last 5 years of watching Saturday night live. Uh just not a funny show anymore. But this is a funny movie. Oh
1: my god, um, so funny.
3: So I don't know how you how we uh, tackle this. I I watched it last night with Katie, and I took I took uh, tedious notes throughout. Um, but I, I would love to kick it to Shane because I haven't really heard your thoughts on this movie, Shane. Roadhouse. Oh, it's
0: it, it's fantastic. I mean, I was uh, I was in middle school, so it gave me a good little uh, good little jolt heading into high school. But uh, <laughs> I have not seen it in a long time. I need to watch it. I, I mean, I've seen it a million times, but it's been a while. But uh, it was just—it was just one of those movies. It just—the movie kind of had everything, right? I mean, it, it just had had everything. And, and at that time, I mean, uh, Patrick Swayze was the man, and uh, just some—I I just liked it. I mean, I just it, like you said before—you laugh at, at a lot of a lot of maybe stupid stuff that's just funny. Yes. Uh, ben and I were talking, you know, when the show started. When I—I'm thinking to myself, man, when I think about Roadhouse, what do I think about? And, and definitely, one of the things is the the, the bear falling on the guy. I mean, that was freaking. Ho- that was funny. Yeah, you know? that was, nonsense. That was at the end, man. It, the, I feel like the movie just got
3: more and more ridiculous as it went on. Like. The, <laughs> The movie, so also, this is going to be just rife with spoilers. I am going to spoil everything I possibly can. Dude, it will, you one. know,
1: Christian, You know, this is a 30-year-old movie, right? You can't really spoil
3: it. A <laughs> 30-year-old movie. That's a good, good point. But still, I don't want to, you know, this is a spoiler alert. I'm, uh, let it not be said. I didn't warn you. I'm going to tell yeah, you what happened in Roadhouse. If you haven't seen
0: House. the movie, turn us off right now. And, and make sure you do yourself a favor and go get it because I'm sure, uh, you know, I'm sure – you know, I mean, this is one of those movies. I remember, you know, back in the day, you go to Blockbuster Video or whatever. There it was, Roadhouse. And it was usually, you know, where I grew up, they only had one copy. And a lot of disappointing weekends where yeah. it was already <laughs> rented out. But the Got good it. news was you could get it on TV, <laughs> you know, years later. Although ben had, a, ben had a funny point before, too. Of all the movies to be on TV, like, it's like, why would that movie be on TV <laughs> without the swear words and everything was.
3: It was a wild
0: All one. the so,
1: time. My roommates are always wild. This is what I was trying to tell. I told you guys before the show. I was trying to tell my wife this. Um, I never saw the movie with all those boobies and swear words. Because uh, <laughs> I only saw the movie on TNT and TBS. And she was like, well, how do you know when it was on TNT and TBS? And I said, Amy, I don't know. Like,
0: oh it my seemed gosh, to be on, man, just, was on constantly. My man, my college roommate would sit there and watch it. I just remembered. All of a sudden, stuff's coming back to me now. You just triggered something. Right, Roadhouse is what's the problem? I ain't got twenty bucks or whatever, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It yeah.
1: was great. It
3: was so awesome. He goes, that dude goes, Dad's I have that line written down. He goes, twenty dollars, you could kiss him. He's talking about a, a lady. And he dude goes, he goes, Are you kidding? In the like the worst acting ever. And then he's like, I don't got twenty dollars. And then boom, he gets punched in the face. I, so the premise for this movie is is a ridiculous premise. Is that this guy Patrick Swayze, whose n- character's name is just Dalton. We don't know if it's his first name, <laughs> last name, or a nickname. He's he like di- Prince. He only he's needs like one Prince name. Seal Sting Dalton. Okay, one. So he is a notorious cooler, which is another word for bouncer. I learned in this movie in I New also York. I did not know that in New York. And his reputation of being a good bouncer is so well known that not only is he headhunted by some guy that runs the worst bar ever in Jasper, Missouri, they come and, they come and recruit him, and there's like apparently a depth chart of the greatest bouncers in America. And there's a guy named Wade <laughs> Garrett Wade Garrett's the best, but he's getting old. so uh, so Frank Tillman of the Double Deuce says
2: he so, wants his value, you know.
3: So yeah, he knows he knows where he is in the depth chart. So he's headhunted and then he goes to this terrible bar where there's just only fights.
2: What is it? The Double Deuce. It's called the
3: Double Deuce. Double and he deuce. and everyone knows who he is there. He's a notorious <laughs> bouncer so the premise that there's just like world-famous bouncers. I don't know a single bouncer in 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 the world other than Dalton. Um
0: and I will give you he, the best I'll give you the best college wrestling bouncer of all time.
3: Okay.
1: Uh-oh.
0: Kyle Massey, the former Badger heavyweight, he was he 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 was was bouncing at Wando's in Madison. uh, They always get wrestlers. Actually, last year at the same tournament, I was walking by, and Hilger and Amos were bouncing. Yeah, yep. Wando's (laughs) always gets the wrestlers. Always. (laughs) Yes.
3: Into this, that's (laughs) that's genius. Jeff Baxter says tears of bouncers. This is something we should do. This is who would win in a fight, Dalton or Braxton Amos? Listen, oh.
1: But
2: Braxton, <laughs> come on. Listen, also... Look, me, has never ripped a man's throat out. That is an yeah, interesting exactly. thing. They allude to that Fair early.
3: They, they allude to the throat ripping early. In, I thought it was... And then it reminded me of MacGruber, which is maybe one of the funniest movies ever. Intentionally funny. <laughs> uh, this guy, he... They they mention it later, and then he's got this... It's I don't even know how to describe it. I don't know where Shane just went. I guess he's... Uh, Letting the dog out quick. Oh, letting the dog out. I let the might, dogs out. I thought you might have a, a a Dalton action figure. You're about to show us. That's oh, what I was. Man. That's what I was hoping for.
0: The only action figure I have is a Ric Flair. Okay. So th- this guy Dalton does
3: legitimately rip a dude's throat out. Who is he's first of all that guy that he rips his throat out at the end of, towards the end of the movie. That guy was like a classically trained ninja in Jasper, Missouri. Yeah. This guy's doing all kinds of like. Pool cue classically trained ninja. Out of Jasper. And he rips he got he says, uh first of all, he used I don't know if you remember this, but the guy uses a half Nelson, he pulls up Dalton. And he says, I used he to does. guys like you <laughs> uh, I used to guys like you in prison. And then boom, they get separated and then he goes, I'm gonna kill you the old fashioned way. And he pulls out his gun and then Dalton rips his throat out and puts him that in the was- lake. And then he pushes him through the lake. So the whole time this conflict is happening between basically next-door neighbors. Dalton lives in a barn across the pond from this Brad Wesley guy who is the antagonist rich dude. And he (laughs) he floats the throatless body to Brad Wesley's house. And then at the end of the movie... There's, well, I couldn't. Wait, why? Why were they fighting in the first place? Does anyone even know?
2: Well, the Wesleys
0: were all crooked, right? I mean, just they, just... Well, didn't make. And then the didn't the Wesleys kill Dalton's buddy? That's what happened, right? Didn't he come into the?
2: That's what really got him mad. That's no, what but got not him mad. That, but
0: earlier, before that, before
2: that, he before yes, then, he's
0: just he's
3: just some influential rich guy who is actually just homic- like a homicidal maniac. It doesn't even make sense. It's just like it's all rooted that they didn't like how Dalton was basically changing the bar because he tried to fire the one bartender who was, like, skimming off the top. And so for that reason, they just... Mm. Oh,
1: you're right.
3: That was Wesley's,
1: like, nephew or something. Nephew.
3: He's he's my only sister's son. What am I supposed to do? I was like, I don't know. Maybe not let him steal. But uh, another hilarious part, so he rips the throat out. And then later in that movie, after he puts the body with no throat in it in the water, they end up skinny dipping in that same pond at the end of the movie. That's how it, it concludes. Do you so, think they clean the body out? No, no. You have no idea what happens with anybody in this movie. There are I, untold homicides in this. No one comes. No one shows up. I, there are no cops in this until the very last scene, which there's, mm. a, empty, there's a house full of probably 10 dead people. And the way they get out of it is by saying, I didn't see nothing. What about you? <laughs> I didn't see nothing. And we're just assuming that all these people got killed and they got off on the I didn't see nothing clause.
0: It makes no sense. But <laughs> that's how they decided uh, to conclude Missouri, it. I think that works, Christian. Well, I just got, I'll tell you what, Christian, you asked before what I've been up to. I'll tell you another thing I was up to in the last month is watching Watch. Ozarks on Netflix. Oh, yeah. That's Wendy and Marty bird in, in Missouri. Missouri. Right. I mean, those two yeah. are something. Yeah,
1: yeah. I've yeah. been to rural Missouri a few times, Christian, and and there's <laughs> I went to this one place. I need to find this on the map for Matt Pell's bachelor party, and I think it was probably like somewhere within the vicinity of us. And I think anything goes down there. Like <laughs> I don't
3: really think there was laws. It it did not seem like it. Also, I don't know what budget was higher for this. Was the was the table budget? The knife budget or the C4 budget? (laughs) Because they went through, I'm not kidding, Uh, 50 to 60 tables. Basically, every night at the Double Deuce. They're just getting thrown through them, destroyed. They're getting thrown at people. All the furniture completely destroyed. But next night at the Double Deuce, they got a whole new set of tables to be danced on, to be thrown
0: through. and then But the best part was the guy was always playing the music, though. When the fights were going, there was always good music. Which brings me to my next guy. point: the blind guy looks
3: exactly like Andrew Marsden. If we could get a side by side of the blind musician and Andrew Marsden, you guys would agree. I put the Andrew Marsden photo in the document. We've got the documents uh, here in the in the in the FRL document, Tyler. If you want to pull that out, if you can find the guy, looks just like him. Great music. I will say this: this is one thing. The band that 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 was right down the fairway for me. That's my kind of music. I like that. I would, God. I would maybe like that, um, that aspect of the double deuce.
0: What, what college wrestler right now would mm. be Dalton if you redid
3: the movie? Hmm. So he's got to be smaller because they always t- pick on him for being small. I thought you'd be, uh, yep. thought you'd be bigger. Okay. Uh, hmm. So, he's, so he's a smaller guy, Swayze. Who, Swayze? Who is this peak Swayze? You got to admit, but. The the guy he's like the Zen master philosopher doing Tai Chi and all this stuff he's connected with the earth and the whatever. this dude but he wakes up and he's ripping cigs heaters right out the gate he <laughs> that gets was cool
1: back in the day butt
3: naked he doesn't even put pants on before he grabs I, a cigarette
1: I think it's probably Ridge Love it.
2: Rich Rich. <laughs> I kind of you think, think you're, you're right.
1: Legs,
3: he's flipping
1: up all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> that's
0: good, man. That, <laughs> I'm
2: with the guy this.
0: that came to my mind oh. immediately, but then we talk about the size was Carter starrachi You know, yeah. just kind of the confidence and just kind of calm Okay, we're like All right, look at I, this, Andrew Mars. I got Lovett another one. To beat.
1: How about Bryce Andonian? Yeah, for sure.
0: I think Ridge Lovett.
1: <laughs> oh, we put are we putting this next?
3: look oh they might be that's a younger so so he grew up and turned into andrew marsden yes he grew up he left he left the double deuce and he became andrew uh he became andrew marsden In blindness. so you
0: know what needs to happen guys
3: he he actually recovered from blindness
0: i think it's got to be ridge lovett ridge lovett is dalton i i'm saying you're right ben now the key is when now Nebraska's gotta market this somehow. It's too bad And the movies a, is a little bit older, but Ridge Lovett's gotta have like walkout music that's from Roadhouse. He has like he has to. Well There'd the whole
1: st- reason this came up was because they're gonna remake it. Oh, are they
0: really? Yeah, <laughs> that's
3: why this came up.
1: I did not know that.
0: that.
3: We might have to we might have to do a field trip to the Roadhouse uh oh, conversation.
0: Extra- Guys, we should see find out where it's being filmed and see if we can be extras in one of the bar yeah. seats. Let's do it. Hey, I'm in. I'll be the, I'll be the guy that doesn't have twenty bucks.
3: Okay, how about
0: this guy? Jake Gyllenhaal.
3: Jake Gyllenhaal's gonna be an it. I'm with up, Conor McGregor. Man. All right, this is it's a real crew. Okay, so another thing, this guy Dalton goes. He doesn't want to drive his bins because he don't. I guess he doesn't want to look rich. So he goes yeah. to a car, and the only thing he checks is that the headlights work. And he goes, "I'll take yeah. it." I don't know if you remember this. He makes sure he goes. They work, and it just opens up the headlights. And he goes. I'll take it. That's all it took for him to buy a car. And they, I was like, oh, this is a. Re- they're referencing something down the line. Nope, that was it. They're, they're, they don't tie that back to anything. He just buys a car because it because it has headlights.
1: Uh, and
3: he goes. Well, you through need four headlights
1: cushion. If you don't have headlights, you're kind of screwed at night.
3: Okay, but he didn't <laughs> know if it worked. If it ran, they never started the car. He just wanted to know. But well, what about the? What about the part where uh, Brad Wesley's just swerving all over the road? Yeah. That was preposterous. <laughs> that was preposterous. Also, so he does br- what he wants. Okay, so Brad Wesley, who's the bad guy in this, he's probably a 55 to 60-year-old businessman. Okay? He is not yes. formidable. Patrick Swayze beats up all he is these
2: not
3: trained ninjas, giant people, 400-pounders. He kills them all. He but, clipped him
2: with the shot. That's but, why he struggled so much. But
3: in the final scene, Patrick Swayze is basically helpless and almost— Because he took a bullet. He sh- no. No, no, no. He was fine. He had endured way more than that. And then Brad Wesley almost kills him, and then Swayze Dalton gets him in a compromised position. He's about to go throat rip. He's got the, the classic throat <laughs> rip about to claw. go throat rip. And then, for whatever reason, he just backs away from Brad Wesley, who immediately gets a gun and points it at him. There's no reason yeah, to let go. Yeah, what was that all about?
1: After he killed like 10
3: people. He killed all these people. He's like, I, what? <laughs> I don't know. He got squeamish suddenly about ripping someone's throat out. As if that was necessary. So he just completely lets him go. And then half the town shows up and just... And then after that, it takes literally like five shotgun shots to take down Brad Wesley, town businessman. What is happening? It made no sense that it would require this much to kill him. And there you're seeing on the screen here... Uh part of the c4 budget a guy takes a a a shotgun and shoots a a mercedes-benz and it bursts into flames (laughs) like it gets hit with a drone strike only 30 percent oh see this is where this is where these
1: uppity ass people on uh they just don't know the party movies the audience score is 67 percent but the people who actually like the film critics 37 percent.
3: they don't know a good movie when it hits them in the ass yeah yeah (laughs) um Okay, so what are some other things? Uh, another just Guys, classic. I got something so real many. quick. Yeah,
0: hit oh. it. Right now I'm looking at 20 things that you'd never know about the movie Roadhouse. Here's a bummer. At what I'm looking at right now, number 13, oh. the original runtime was almost three and a half hours. Oh, my gosh. Somebody <laughs> made a mistake right there by cutting, cutting that it? in it's two half. Hours?
3: It's an hour and 47 minutes. I can't imagine. So you're basically doubling it in length. All they did was just fight in the bar and destroy the bar. How many more times can you destroy <laughs> the double deuce? How many oh other plot God, lines are? Real. And how about this doctor woman who. Oh, he,
0: Kelly Lynch?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. How about Kelly Lynch? Babel. <laughs> her, <Come on. laughs> says Shane. Okay,
3: so this woman, <laughs> this is a medical doctor. Uh, and she <laughs> decides to show up at the. Oh, yeah, you're a dangerous bouncer getting stabbed and shot all the time. Let me go to this terrible bar. She shows up. Not just a, love bad boys. And then how about the monster truck? So these guys it's, I'm not talking about a truck with big tires or a lift. It's an actual monster truck. <laughs> the guys are walking by The tires are over their head. Okay. And they're doing surveillance of, of Dalton and the doctor in this <laughs> totally, <laughs> the enormous 30 foot tall truck. And that's how they follow them and ended up uh, attacking them. Um, Okay, another ridiculous scene. Among I, I would love to see a ranking of the most ridiculous scenes. But one of them is when they drive the monster truck to the car dealership, and they just run over all the cars with like 150 witnesses. <laughs> People are just inexplicably just standing there waiting for something to happen. Oh my God. The truck's there, and they just flatten all this guy's cars for no reason. All of them. All of this. All of this happens. There's not even, you wouldn't even know there were law enforcement in this entire, that even existed. You just assume it was just a lawless town until the final scene where they show up. Crazy. I'm getting worked up it, here, but I love
1: it. The, it's I, I the love best.
3: This. It was oh great. Oh my
1: gosh. So listen, if you guys, if, if you on, listen to this right now, you don't know. Christian ha- literally has four pages of notes in the doc <laughs> about this. He
3: watched he it last so night and took off.
2: notes in real time i
3: didn't want to forget there were so much um there was so much great uh in here um oh how about knife boot remember knife boot
1: this guy just walks up oh yeah
3: that that was the classic scene that was the one at
1: mizzou that everyone always referenced it said dalton left boot
2: yeah
3: (laughs) (laughs) they walk in Those guys were just there to, like, kick people with knife boots, and they just immediately beat them up. Like, what was even the point of that? They weren't even, like, Wesley's henchmen as far as I could tell. They were just there. Like, who just goes there with knife boots to, like, kill people?
2: He also said always take it outside, and then they fought in the park a A lot. lot.
3: Basically only inside. I don't think we ever – yeah, the three rules. Let me read them. Dalton's three rules. He'd always
0: talk about being nice.
3: Yeah, he said rule number one, never underestimate your opponent. Rule number two, take it outside. Rule number three, be nice. Be nice until it's time to not be nice. But basically, he was never nice, and he never took it outside. Um, And maybe he estimated his opponents properly, but I don't think he followed any of his rules.
0: There needs to be a flow wrestling watch party with Roadhouse.
3: It is so (laughs) funny. uh, I'm trying to think some... Also, Patrick Swayze throughout much of the movie is wearing what looks to be like a gi top, a short sleeve gi top. There's no buttons. It's just like he just like tucks it in like this. The entire uh, so uh, so wardrobe of this movie. Oh, the great, so many great necklaces, so many great deep V's, a lot of linen with Swayze, tons of linen. Um,
1: man, this is such a, a great movie. G-
3: it is a great movie. Some of the fight scenes are are hysterical. But, yeah, the end is just, like, it makes it all worth it. Um. The po- so the polar bear falling on the guy.
1: So yeah. for a while, you're led to believe that somehow this polar bear killed this man when it fell on him.
2: Yeah. Right? Snuck knocked him out.
1: But then he gets up. They didn't even address <laughs> that. <laughs> look, look, this is it. <laughs> the guy's, like, dead.
3: Yeah. And Wait, also... Are you watching it? What are you no, pointing look, look on the screen. It's on there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. I didn't see it. So, yeah, the polar bear falls right on... I mean... You don't even know if he falls on like how this polar bear ends up falling on this guy because uh, maybe we're to assume that no Dalton, Dalton
2: sh- pushed it over because he was right behind him.
3: Okay, I mean what a way to go. I mean all the, but yeah so then that guy he and then pretends... I think
2: he says some cheesy line. He
3: does, he yeah so they're like asking everyone for their account on after like ten people got killed and the cops are asking and everyone's like I didn't see nothing I didn't see nothing he goes polar bear fell on me. <laughs> That's literally what he says, and then that's basically, and then cut to cut to skinny dipping in throat water, and and that's how the movie ends. Roll the roll the credits. Did you get Katie to watch this with you? Yes, she watched the entire thing. Well, what was her take? She was. We were we were like every like I don't know seven to nine minutes. We were just looking at each other and start laughing at like some ridiculous line, and I would write it down.
0: I mean, I would I would say back in 1989, Roadhouse qualified as a rom com. Really? Yeah. Romcom Oh, roman- romantic comedy? Was it actually
3: supposed to be a comedy though? I don't think it was supposed to be funny. <laughs> I don't think. Um, I don't think it was. That's just the 80s. And how about Wade Garrett just getting stabbed right in the right at the end and said it Oh was yeah, t- that was ben hard. Garrett. It was tail. that stabbed. again? It was Sam uh Sam Elliott played this guy. He was like uh, Mark Bader yeah, in like was 30 he in years. <laughs> Wait, Garrett. He was like the old. He was like the bouncer mentor. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah. To, yeah, to yeah, Dalton. yeah
3: okay. Like, yeah. These. I he you, sort of danced really it, creepily with with Dalton's girl. Hands on her oh, face. Yeah, that, it was. It was a little like. What creepy. is this a swinger situation that that? Uh, Wait, Garrett's <laughs> gunning for.
0: Guys, I'll, I'll give I'll, you another one. That, that was in the three-hour no, version. The, great, the love triangle. When it comes to great fight scenes, we're talking about Roadhouse. I think it's the one of the best fight scenes ever. At the end. It's right there with uh, Bloodsport. Remember that one oh, with, that was a great with movie. Van Dam? Same yep. deal. I mean, at the end, two maybe the two best fight scenes in the movie. He's
3: like destroying the dude, and then uh, eventually the guy like kind of drops to his knees, and he stands behind him. He goes boom and just boxes his ears after doing all this crazy comedy. He goes, boom like that.
0: There are some weird ones. <laughs> Ridge Which... Lovett as Dalton. That's <laughs> <laughs> man. I Kelly
1: Lynch it. was in a lot of movies.
0: I'm gonna see uh, how old she is now. Saying, where does she rank on your crush list? <laughs> oh boy. I would uh well I'll give you, and I hate to uh I hate to say this, Uh-oh. but uh man, so Kelly Lynch is 63. Man, she's from Minnesota. Oh wow. Uh, she's from near Laverne there. She was born in Golden Valley, Minnesota. Okay. So I would say in the 80s, in the 80s, she's probably a I mean when I think about the 80s I'm thinking about Betty Childs, Revenge of the Nerds, 84, um Allie from Karate Kid, Ariel from Footloose, Kelly Lynch is in the mix Leonard. and then the other one and uh and I feel bad but uh saying these things but the the lady in in uh, Top Gun.
3: Oh
1: yeah. Uh, and
0: I mean why do you feel bad saying that? I don't know. Because it's it has age has not been kind to her.
1: Like, oh, yeah,
0: it's, it's been a it's been a little bit rough. But uh, those, I, I would say, those are ones that would would uh, you can win with that rotation for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Winning rotation. Um, okay, I'm trying to think of. Well, yeah, I Mar- you another one. And, and it, Kelly, McGillis, uh, is yes,
3: Kelly McGillis is the original.
1: Yes, Kelly
0: McGillis is the original. And I'm not sure if she'd qualify for the '80s, but uh, Kelly Preston. Oh, she, yeah, she passed right away, from cancer. But Pretty well, hard. and that was, um, yeah, um, uh, John Travolta's <gasps> Travol- wife.
3: <laughs> I just found the maybe the dumbest line. I'm gonna swear it's not that bad. But was, uh, so, so the final showdown. Dalton walks in and it's it's Brad Wesley's room full of all these dead animals. He's got bears and buffaloes and all this lions uh stuffed, you know, that he's he's hunted and killed. And uh Brad Wesley, he goes uh I see you found my trophy room. Seems the only thing I'm missing is your ass. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good line. That's a good line. <laughs> Dumbest uh, terrible line. Oh, that's good. Terrible line. Um yeah, so, okay, great movie. Um, <laughs> there's some other, I have some other quotes here, but we can we can move on to that. I mean, I'll here's what's
0: going to happen. When when Amazon Prime looks at their analytics in the next couple of days, they're going to be like, what in the hell happened? We, we got this crazy, <laughs> crazy, crazy influx spike. in Roadhouse buys. <laughs> yeah,
3: it was, it's coming back. They'll probably attribute it to Conor McGregor, but we'll, we'll all know. We'll all know. We him, know the so. truth. This is the FRL bump. Exactly right. Exactly right. All right. Great movie. Um, Perfect date night movie, Um, in in my opinion.
0: Oh, yeah. Nothing sets the table like a good dinner in Roadhouse.
3: Yeah. She'd be like, would you, you know, would you rip a dude's throat out for me, honey? Say, yes, dear. You know I would. I wonder where that trachea is. I mean, it's probably still in the pond, I would assume. It's in the pond. Bottom of the pond. You know, yeah. D- Dalton's not a, he's not a showman. He's not hanging on to his no. trophies. No, he, ge- he gets under the neck. throat. Yep. He gets, re- re- yeah, onto the next throat. That's his mentality. <laughs> that's, that's how you stay hungry as a bouncer. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I'm going through some of the best lines right now. Man, what a stacker. Oh, how about when he said, <laughs> he's getting his, uh, he got sliced in his rib cage area, and he can't yep, stitch yep. this one. And, uh, the lady's going to, I'll give you some local anesthesia. He's like, don't need it. She's like, yeah. what? He goes, pain don't hurt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Yeah, that's
3: great. Uh, amazing line. Those
0: were good times, guys. I mean, I wish you guys could have been, I mean, I was in middle school in the late 80s. I wish you guys would have been, it was, it was <laughs> phenomenal times. It was, you know what? I mean, and I'm not, I'm going to sound like the old man get off my lawn, but it's the truth. My kid's childhood, not even close to as good as mine. Not even close. Way. Not even close. Such good times. Movies were great. Music, <laughs> everything. Right, I, gotta, I forgot about this line. I should have written this
3: one down. <laughs> so, Red uh, and Dalton are talking. Red is like the guy that owns like the auto shop that befriends yeah. Dalton. And uh, Red goes, how long are you going to be in town? Dalton goes, not very long. Red goes, that's what I said 25 years ago. Really? What happened? Red says, I got married to an ugly woman. Don't ever do that. It just takes the energy right out of you. She left me, though. Found someone even uglier than she was. That's life. (laughs) Who can explain it? (laughs) Who
2: can (laughs) explain (laughs) it? I don't remember that part at all. That's That's right. When they first meet.
3: Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, that is a classic. If that doesn't tell you what a great freaking line. What a great movie this is! I don't know. What to wow! Tell you. All
1: right, it is a great line.
3: Okay, um, all right, this. let's
1: compose ourselves.
3: Well, uh, yeah, composure. <laughs> let's be professionals. All right, Wicked Scepter, who's been coming at all the host's neck, uh, he was coming at Ben yesterday, that, suggesting that Amy what, could do more pull-ups than you. Uh, and oh, now, yeah, that was nonsense. And now he says Shane needs to explain why a man obsessed with Matt returns doesn't like freestyle and Greco. The sup play is the ultimate Matt return. Shane doesn't like tough wrestling. Got a point. No, I, I like,
0: uh, I mean, I like aspects of it. I, I aspects. like aspects of Freestyle and Greco. I just overall, I'd I much more, uh, I, I'd rather watch folk style. But no, I, I, heck, I like it all. I like it all. Okay.
3: Um, oh, this is a fun question from Ben Randolph. Who is the guy that you're most surprised only won one national title? Guy who coming in and you thought would win multiple titles, but only won one before he graduated. I
1: think this is super easy for me. And I think it's Dustin Slater. Oh, Especially okay. when he wins it his first year and the notion that he only ends up with one. Come on. Same
3: for, I would say similar for Mark Hall. Mark Hall, nah, he got Corona. No okay, JD's going back through memory <laughs> road. Um What? Well, oh yeah, he did get Corona. Uh, and Zahid was he got not going he, so. he definitely was. Well, Zahid was up also oh, yeah, was yeah. that year.
0: Um, who else, though? I mean, Anytime after... I hear this stuff, it makes me laugh. I will always laugh at the, God, you only got one MCA title. That's I get not just, what we're that's saying. Me. That's not what he's No, saying. I know. I know. But that's where my head
3: always goes. No one's saying only. It's just like guys you thought would win more. Um, it's a very very reasonable question. Um, How many did Mako win? Mako win one or two. Two. Mako had two.
1: He won two. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he was what two one one two or or two one two one something like that. Two. Some one, names
3: yeah. from the chat here. Tomasello for sure. I didn't he,
1: feel that way about Tomasello.
3: Um,
1: not like I felt about Slater. Yeah. I guess what? another one would be Esposito, and because he was mm-hmm. so good coming in. And so his freshman year, he kind of he had a, was I don't know if he's ranked number one, but he's ranked kind of kind of close to number one. And then I think he was just cutting too much weight or had a bad end of the season or bad NCAs. Next year he lost to Jesse Johnson. Then he won it and he was pretty dominant his junior year when he won it. Um, and then he actually lost to Dustin Slater his senior year. And that was you know so that was like Slater's way more. Uh, how do you only get one than than? Zach Esposito was, but I think Espo was someone who I thought would get more than one.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Another one that I mean, if we go way back, Troy Letters, I think he only got one, and that was like he got upset, he lost in the finals in the freshman. To who do, you do Matt Lackey won it as a sophomore, then got upset by Mark Perry, and then his senior year was hurt. Mm. But a lot of it has you know when when it's like so shocking, there are a lot of injury issues with them
3: yeah I thought after Caldwell beat Metcalf it was uh, definitely surprising to me that he would not win again win another one um, of course he got hurt and then also Dake was in his way anyways so it may not have happened um, someone said Sertzis I for me Jason's run was uh, so I mean remember he won like three straight one tiebreaker, sudden victory type of matches so you knew it was gonna be tough to replicate just because his, his output wasn't super high, um, that could be revisionist history, but I think a lot of people were not picking him to win NCAs after he won it, just, just based on how close his matches were.
1: Hey, can think. you guys hear me?
3: Yeah, I can hear you. Can yeah. you hear me?
1: Oh, did you hear me say Miles Martin? Some people in the chat are saying No. You know? But I don't feel that way because uh, Miles Martin, you know, he snuck one out against Bo Nickel, and him and Nickel were the same grade, so there was, you know, you knew there was a chance he wasn't going to win it again. But then, obviously, his senior year, it was looking like for sure he was going to win, and then he got upset.
3: Right. I'm having a That'd hard time coming one. up with a lot of other names. Um, I th- yeah, there, I, th- I think Mark Hall does does belong. I know he got Corona, but still only won one.
2: Let's we'll yeah. go down. i say
3: one-timer.
0: Slater with with the hype he had out of high school, and then winning it as a freshman. Seriously. And he was a true freshman, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah he mm-hmm. he's that's a good. I'd have a hard time coming up with one. one that. Uh, yeah, takes that. But one you know, top. for him,
3: injuries obviously were. Yeah. I mean, not not his uh, sophomore year uh, when Gregor beat him. I think he he was healthy then. But the, after that, yes. and then of course his, he redshirted the year, and that year he made the, the world team. Yeah, which was real. pretty wild when you think about it. Like, two years in, that was not happening routinely. Guys, redshirting and making making a, a world team.
0: What's he What's he doing now? I know that he he left uh, the, the Minnesota RTC that he was doing. Anybody know what he's what he's doing? He's it's a just, good guy. I like
3: he him. is a good. I, I like him a lot. I I think he's just. Uh, mo- they said opportunities outside of wrestling. They said,
0: okay, I'd be curious to know what he's up to. Yeah.
2: Um, Nico, what was Nico's worst finish? Three. He got
3: third once. He was 2-2,
2: 3-1. Man.
0: You talk about like underrated, you know, underrated careers or underrated compared to what, but Nico Megalutis was a freaking, God, he's one of those guys that he was so good. God, he was good. Yeah, he was good right away. Honestly,
3: for me, Mm -hmm. um, I just think of the... Just the whole, the whole of his career. I just think one title is maybe not requisite for this guy's overall talent. Would be Nishon. I th- I mean, oh, out of, yeah. out of the gate, so good. Gets third. He beats McDonough uh, as a freshman. Kind of thought that he was would a be- freshman, really. Yes. Wow, yes. I did not realize that. Um, and so he got one his his senior year, but I I just thought, man, come. Three cracks after getting third, and he lost freshman.
0: to Clark, right? Or beat Clark
3: and lost to Delgado. He beat Clark in the NCAA finals. He lost to Jet. Mm-hmm. So, uh, 2013 is when he got third. 2014, he lost to Delgado in the finals.
2: Yeah. He 2015,
3: was, he, was, he uh, was still cut. I he was cutting too much to 25, and he—that's when he lost to Zeke Moisey uh, on the top side in like the second round of NCAA's when Zeke went on the run. The year that NATO one. yes. Uh, so then, yeah, and then he goes up to the 133. I'm pretty sure was undefeated. He beat Brewer twice, including pinning him in like 30 seconds in the NCAA semis before beating Clark. Um, yeah, really, really good. Man, Nickerson is a good one. Second. A lot of
2: those 25s got hurt. Mm-hmm. Like Escobedo.
3: Esco's a one-timer.
2: Very yeah. good.
1: Mm, yeah.
2: Like bum shoulders
1: it feels like there's yeah it feels like at 125 there's been a whole i mean that would have 133 a whole bunch of injuries where it's like it's harder for those guys to stay healthy for some reason because you know McDonough, uh, uh, escobedo and you can uh, keep going down the
0: list yeah nickerson escobedo there's been a bunch
3: mm-hmm. i think who else that's a pretty good list um pretty good list yep nishan pin brewer all right let me see if there's any other questions before we depart um that was a good question though but that, I, 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 re- after
1: me it's schlater clearly.
3: Okay.
0: Guys, here's a question I think we got to start thinking about. I just want to get you know we, I just want we got to make a decision on this. I'm assuming I mean today was award winning with with Roadhouse. So we get when we get nominated for an Emmy on this show, who's gonna who's gonna accept the award? Who's gonna talk? Like, how's that gonna go down? We're doing this. It's <laughs> together. You know, you win as a team. You get you get to share the
3: shine as a team. I think we all get to say our piece. Um, absolutely, absolutely. Um, okay. Well, on on that, we'll we'll start working on the press release for our uh, our victory speeches. So, what's
0: the next? What's the next eighties movie recommendation? This would be a fun thing. I, I'll. Uh,
3: I'll admit, I've never
1: seen it I got Sport. one, guys.
0: I got one Uh-oh. for you. What? Just one of the guys. I never heard of that. Yeah, that's my, that's my, that's the one I'm going to go with this week. Just one of the guys. action movie? Just
1: one of the
0: guys. No, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty, it's, it's, it's um, about, it's about a girl that, um. Rom-com. She tries to get like a, she like writes something, to get a certain position doesn't get it she's convinced it's because she's a woman so she she plays them. she like dresses as a man and stuff like it's pretty funny okay it's funny i want i just want cheesy 80s action movies um
3: <laughs> i cuz i think that's that's for me hmm. what we're at so maybe Sports next i haven't seen that oh, bloodsport
0: is you've never seen bloodsport Bro,
3: this is everyone i haven't seen what? like anything there's like no this, this is all... Uh, every this comes up every day. You haven't seen this? You haven't seen Back <laughs> to the Future?
1: No, Major you League's one? a classic too.
3: You've I, never I, seen I didn't Major watch League? A lot of movies. I didn't watch a lot no. of movies, but you haven't watched as many movies as me. I'm telling you, I haven't seen Who? a lot of movies. Christian, you haven't did I, did somebody say you haven't seen Major League? <laughs> yes, yeah, correct. I haven't seen it. I know Charlie Sheen's in it. He's a closer. Wild thing. You
2: Christian. What's Christian. wrong with
3: him, Shane? Go to Shane.
1: Guys, well, I'm sudden, I can't breathe that
0: good. I'm not breathing yeah. Cake? This... this... Cake? Christian and educate him. Oh my God. That like literally made my heart do funny things, Christian. <laughs> Christian. <laughs> Christian. You have got to watch major. Le- I mean, major league is. God. Have you seen Bull Durham? I saw
3: Angels in the outfield.
0: Have you seen Bull Durham? No. Look at it. Shane is questioning Deborah coming on the show I'm I'm speechless. again. I'm speechless. Bull Durham and Major League. Two okay. phenomenal, phenomenal movies. They're so good. Major okay. League 2, yeah. Major League 1. Major League 1 is, is all it's time best. It's the best. best. Okay. It is. it is the best. Ratings 21%. Yeah, that is it's pretty good. Looks it, like- Ben's right. I mean, those, those ratings, I mean, everybody loves that movie. Yes. Filmed, of course, Ben, and you know this, Ben. Filmed at County Stadium. Oh yeah, yeah, Milwaukee, baby! Oh, what a stadium! What a place mm-hmm. that was! Oh my gosh! Okay, well, did you I... get there often, Ben, when you were a little kid? County Stadium? Were you more? I of watched, a I, I, no,
1: I watched a lot of County Stadium because my dad, uh, my dad's company had season tickets, and so if uh, no one, no one else had claimed them, you know, my dad would take me. So, we who
0: was your there. favorite Brewer Ben, growing up? Robin Yount, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rock and Robin we watched his three thousandth hit. Uh, I went I went when he got his 3,000th hit. Funny Ben, that's coming up the anniversary that you got that in Really? September of 93. Hang tight. Give me 1 second. Was
1: 92. Was sure it was
0: 92. Uh, you are right. 92. You are correct. Oh man. I went I went to uh let's see what day did Robin Young's – Robin
1: Young's 3,000th hit. September 9, 92.
0: Yeah. That's I would have guessed September 9th because I went I went on the Monday, they were playing the uh, guys, was it the Indians? But yeah. I went, I went to the two games before that, saw them get 2,999, and I I was a stalker at pick and save, so I couldn't make it the oh. night that he got it. But Bob Euchre, there it is, 3,000 for Robin. I just, Bob Euchre is, I'm 46 years old, and I've never heard anybody else besides Bob Euchre, and he's one of those guys where uh, he, he's still phenomenal, not as good as he used to be, but why would he? The guy's like 86 years old, I think. Yeah. But uh, the day that – and I, Vince Scully's my all-time favorite, but it will hit different when Bob Euchre passes away because he is Harry Doyle, Major League Christian. Harry Doyle. <laughs> oh, I'm 88.
1: He's so old.
0: He's 88?
1: Wow. Yes. Jeez. God. All and right, so
0: still –
2: What's that? Um, It was against the Indians, in two days before it was.
0: Yeah, and I think he got it off. Did he get? I think he got his three thousand hit off of Jose Mesa.
1: (laughs) Okay, I remember. Shane Sparks tripped on memory lane. I think they're asking movies
3: if uh, other movies. I have seen The Sandlot, great movie. I have seen Die Hard's one, two, and three. Die Hard one is one of my favorite movies ever. Great movie. Um, I didn't see the one when he starts jumping out of helicopters. That That's not that's not the the uh, John McClane I know. I have not seen Field of Dreams, though Caleb has. Um, Field of Dreams, that's a classic. What?
1: I watch
0: yeah, Christian, I,
3: What?
0: I just assumed you watched Field of Dreams. Yeah. <laughs> I know
3: what it's about. I'm like,
0: <laughs> I can understand. Because you, you had told me, you, you know, you, can't, you had a little bit of a strict upbringing. So there I'm like, okay, Major League, I get it. I can see... Yeah, Durham, might get it, but Field the Dreams was about as wholesome as it gets. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You're, I, I got to tell you, Christian, I feel bad throwing people under the bus, but I'm going to do it. Your parents have some explaining to do, and <laughs> I hate to take shots because parenting's not easy. But that was an epic fail, epic fail <laughs> that they didn't have you watching Field feel the dreams.
3: Ah, uh, yeah, I don't know. I I don't watch know. some. Movies. I, they let me see Jurassic Park. That's a great movie. And I, like, I, I have no interest PG-13 in watching movie.
0: Jurassic Park. None. What?
3: The first no. one? What? None. Amazing movie. Zero interest. All right. Well, you know what? I question your parenting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me throw your parents under the bus.
0: You guys want me to give you a real quick movie story? Real quick. Yes. On, on parents and movies? Yes. So my dad, God bless him, okay? He was, uh, I wouldn't say we grew up in a very strict house. He was awesome guy. Uh, And my brother is two years younger than me, and he turns seven. September 9th, same as Robin Young's 3,000, his birthday's coming up. Man, I got to remember that. But anyways, he's seven years old. My dad takes him to the movie theater in Fond du Lac, and they're supposed to watch Smurfs. He's seven years old, going to go to Smurfs. They get there, and Smurfs is gone. And it's been replaced by Revenge of the Nerds, and my (laughs) dad's got a decision to make, and he made the right decision and took my brother to Revenge of the Nerds as a senior. Oh my! Wow. I haven't seen. I remember my mom was not happy with. Oh man, that was something. Yep, Betty
3: Childs. God bless her. Well, I'm glad they got to see. Revenge of Nerds. <laughs> got a leg, another leg up on me. All right. Why don't we go? I think we did it. Let's, this is fun. It. We have another outro song. Okay, oh, so this is I, fantastic. Can't handle, I can't handle all these
1: different songs. <laughs> it's bothering me.
3: This is a little
1: more JD, similar to the is that true? You got
0: engaged? You get engaged, JD? It's true. <laughs> Congratulations.
3: Oh, yeah. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Super engaged. All right.
0: Fantastic.
3: We're out of here. Thank you guys so much. We'll be back tomorrow. I show before FRL. I think we have a special guest. I haven't even told Tyler about this yet. Uh, We'll get it confirmed. And uh, hopefully this person will be on. See you then. It's Charlie Sheen. It's Charlie Sheen. We got him. (laughs) See you guys. Thank you. Goodbye.